Welcome to Someone Nerd Radio. We are your hosts. I'm Snarf Chris. I'm Critter. And I'm Danger. Welcome, guys. This is episode... 13. 13. Right after the Friday the 13th yeah, podcast, so uh, one shot that just just went out. Two weeks ago, we released a... No, maybe a week ago. I don't know. Doesn't matter. We, we recently released the 13th Go uh, listen to that. Friday the Go 13th listen to that. podcast. Um, really great. Welcome. Behind the walls. We haven't been together in like a month and a half. We actually have Danger back with us this time. It's been a hot minute. Well, okay, so I got out of school, I've gone back to work, and I just work long hours, so I haven't been able to make it around here, and they're patient. (laughs) Uh, If you're listening to the podcast, make sure you uh, leave us a review on whatever podcast app you're using. Um, Of course, you can find us on the usuals, uh, iTunes, iTunes, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, Podbean. Stream it right off of someone.com. I don't know if we're on Spreaker anymore. There's been a lot of feed problems right now. Um, so don't go to Spreaker. Yeah, don't go to Spreaker. Uh, all the Android apps, from what I've heard, aren't working. So if you are listening to this on something other than the Android apps, but you normally use the Android apps, go to the website and hit the button that says Use on Android. And it will bring you to your app, and it will let you subscribe. Sorry. Wow, dude, I did not know that. Yeah, we've been having lots of problems with only the Android apps, though. So huh. Can you give stars on the Android app? I think so, yeah. Well, then give me all the stars, boys. Or thumbs ups, likes. Reviews. Six packs of beer. Just send me those. I, I would appreciate that, regardless. Uh, follow us on... Facebook and Twitter. And, of course, you can follow us on Instagram as well. And you can always email us at somewhatnerdyradio at gmail.com. Yeah, we are easy to reach. And we love the engagement. So, the 13th episode. This is the Lucky 13th, number 13. 13th episode, and we're going to talk about, in our nerd talk, Star Wars, which I am so surprised. We've almost done this for a year now. We have not talked about Star Wars yet. Oh well, it's God. a heavy subject, well, man. And Rogue One kind of brought this on, so we're going to talk about Rogue One, and we're going to have this kind of our general talk of what we normally do. Lots of nerd subject. news right now. Lots, yeah, lots so, of things happening. Summer's coming up, so a lot of summer blockbuster stuff, and of course, that leads to other movie news about stuff coming out years further on but a lot of cool things and some not so cool things happening right now um but before we get into that how has everybody been doing critter let's start with uh start with you well uh things are about the same i guess i got a new batman mug i'm pretty pumped about that (laughs) (laughs) things have been slow i'm sorry all right and my cabinet now is nothing but superhero themed mugs i'm pretty wrong with that no i'm pretty happy about it Mm -hmm. but it's uh it's a weird collection to have. <laughs> do you have a Deadpool mug? I do not have a Deadpool mug. I have a Carnage mug. Don't they have one a Deadpool mug that is like his head? Uh, yeah. Like the zombie head? Okay. Yeah. Why do you not have that? I, You know, it's I'm, I, I got to clear out other mugs. I ordered a Thanos gauntlet mug, and I never got it. Did you talk thing? about that before? Yeah. Yeah, You're no, I talked super about mad it about that. I am oh. still flustered. Oh, of course, uh, but I mentioned this before. I actually never got my Ghostbuster DVDs yet. Imagine and, that. <laughs> well, I finally got an answer. I mentioned this last episode. I actually got a, uh email that I liked. At least the response was, they stopped making it. They told me to just cancel my order, but I refuse to cancel. Refuse. They're going to cancel the order. <laughs> no, they won't. That doesn't make any sense to me. It it they I, I'll never get charged unless they send it. Yeah. So if it it's ever just an for open some, order forever, just as long as it if it happens, it happens. If I not, hope we're whatever. doing the podcast in like four years. 
the same podcast and we're able to sit here. <laughs> Critters update on Ghostbuster <laughs> DVD. Still not in. Well, I, I like the optimism. I like leaving it open to the possibility See, that it's coming in. Think about it. You can, Maybe your gauntlet's on the way here. Yeah, maybe. Thanos is bringing it himself. I'll do it myself. That's exactly what's happening. <laughs> That's exactly what's happening. How about you, Danger? How's everything been? Busy. Busy. So um, I'm not in school at the moment. I'm working long hours and just not doing much other than that. How's your uh, podcast that you're trying to get off the ground? Do you have a name for this yet? It's coming together. That, uh, that means no name. No, I haven't. I haven't created a name yet still in beta we, we say that <laughs> in, in the industry what industry i don't know we just say it it's coming together we've been fiddling around with some formats with the guys i've been talking to in my D group and i think we're going to change it to a fluid story format instead of just a storytelling where they react you really need to get this off the ground since we've been started for the past six months you've been talking about this podcast so. i know it's a dream of mine and i want it i get it dude these things kind of take time and it's kind of nerve-wracking to come up with the right things come up with the right name because if you get married to a name too early and you know like my website for instance social virus at the time i thought it was great and then i realized it was total crap <laughs> you know it's one of those things where you're just like damn it why did i pick that that's the worst name you could possibly pick for a website the word virus in the title no one's gonna let you go to that you know i never even thought of that yeah it's like it might as well have been social virus porn do not go to this website.com well, I, I honestly, this was really close to coming off the ground. I almost pulled the trigger and just bought everything to do it. But the people, so I don't have the two of you in Baton Rouge with me. I have people that are Flaky. unwilling to commit Flaky. the way that we have committed to this. Right. So well, there's, it, there's just that. Yeah, it's Here's really hard to get people to show up. Once a week, maybe once a month when they're not getting paid. And <laughs> so. what also, also here's here's the real thing. If we're on there, you know, we just make it really kind of terrible for you. You're like, it, come it, on, it, come on, guys, can we take this seriously? And probably weird. <laughs> I always imagine playing Dungeons and Dragons and me instantly taking it to weird places. I played it once, and I remember I was just, I, and I have a very powerful imagination, and I was bored. <laughs> okay, but that was me. I mean, I was. Let's let's try this on. We decided. You know, we never play evil characters, and we've never done an evil storyline. So let's do that. So the four of us make evil characters, uh-huh. and the DM is DMing, you know, he's giving us all the opportunities to do evil things. Within five minutes of starting, this guy goes, I'm gonna r- someone. <laughs> I pull it in the bathroom, and I r- all right, stop. That's awful. This, this took a I, dark you know, turn. You know, this we is exactly. We were all just like, "What is this? Why are you doing this?" This, you know, that we we talked about that uh, on on Watch Your Mouth. Uh, Ken was talking about the pur- you know we're talking about the Purge series and how that's a stupid thing. But what okay, would you really I, do I, I, during I do the Purge? That. Everybody's murder, 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 doing horrible no, things. No, go burn down the bank. <laughs> we need to go I'm, rob places. Me, I'm 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 looting banks and jewelry stores. Ken's breaking into bakeries, just just binge eating. <laughs> He's just binge eating, just eating a bunch of pastries, guilt free. Because what are they gonna do? That's his cheat day. His that was that day. was a good episode, actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's funny that when you're given the ability to do evil, you do evil, evil. Why not just set up like you can be evil, but you don't have to be like you can be Jason Voorhees. Is my point. You can be Jason Voorhees. Listen. To our one shot Friday the Thirteenth, you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I mean, it's if, a good evil. It's uh, a good evil. If you watch a Friday the Thirteenth and you're identifying with Jason, I think there's an issue. Watch those; those <laughs> kids are terrible. 
<laughs> they all deserve to die. <laughs> they all deserve to die. Uh, and then shout out to Watch Your Mouth Podcast. Go listen to them. Yeah, and you can hear Ken talk about what he would do on a purge night. And Snarf Chris, what about you? What you been up to since I saw you last? Up work. And then uh, I've had lots of car problems lately. I don't know if you know this. I've had to completely rebuild my clutch in my Civic. Got it working perfectly. This week, I pull out of my driveway, blow up my transmission. <laughs> That's incredible. So, it's really sad. How um, did you manage I don't, that? I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with it. I think it's either I blew up my transmission or I uh, broke the linkage. And I have a 2004 Honda Civic, so if there's a mechanic out there that listen to this, my... My stick shift just wobbles around like it's not connected to anything. So. <laughs> you have an impotent stick shift. Yeah, yeah, basically. I was all so proud of myself uh, changing my clutch and working on that. My clutch is working perfectly. I'm it a was real working, man today. Drinking beer while he's doing yeah, it the I whole was time. doing well, You got to drink beer. a beer if you're working on a car. You have but to. But I fixed my clutch and I'm like, man, it is working better than it, it was when it was brand new. And I've had this car. It's an 04 Honda Civic and I've put every single mile on it. And then the transmission goes out. And then I was instantly sad. So to make myself feel better, I bought my Holy Grail this week. The one from the toys from okay. Christmas you never got? Um, in December, we did our like Christmas present that we never got. I think we, I talked about it in there. And then somebody was talking to me on Twitter about it. I don't know who that was, but a fan was talking to me about it on, on Twitter. Uh, I brought the <laughs> tallest tower of the He-Man Eternia playset. The thing's huge, dude. I've never seen it in person. This is the first time I've seen it in person. Yesterday when I opened the box and put it all together. It is massive. I feel like it you is. can't even play with this. Kids, Some kid definitely played on this. There's crayon marks all over this thing. So I gotta clean all the play, uh, crayon marks off of it. But You're gonna have to be careful not to get the paint off of the thing. It's it's a 30 year old toy and I like scrubbed it yesterday and none of the paint came off. So it's pretty solid. It industrial size piece of plastic. It's huge. This man. thing is probably larger than a child that played with it. Yep. This is two to three inches taller than my daughter, which is two years old. <laughs> so, um, so I'm thinking about, and you'll probably see this maybe after this podcast or before this podcast comes out. So go to our YouTube channel. I'm going to do videos of the Eternia playset. So every there's like a thousand pieces to this thing. Um, and you just kind of got to search for them and they range all the way from like a tiny little piece of golden plastic that holds the mouth open to, uh, another tower. There's three towers in, uh, total. So every time I find a piece, I think I'm going to do a video for our YouTube channel. You going to bring wise hunt in to go over that with you? I mean, possibly, I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know where I'm going to put it all. You're going to have to get a whole new room just for that playset. It's massive. You it know really what? Is. If you do that, you, you get the GI Joe. Uh, aircraft carrier and just there's no way i can just make this, it weird make it this, weird dude this complete the attorney playset i think um costs about twelve hundred dollars so i'll probably end up spending about nine hundred dollars total on the whole entire thing uh piecing it all out i might be able to get it cheaper than that maybe six to eight hundred dollars depending on how good of deals i get that aircraft carrier for gi joe yeah yeah, I have to sell my house for. I don't know how much that thing goes for. Way more than that, because you know how big that thing is compared. Like this is big. The aircraft carrier is freaking massive. You can live inside of it, dude. You could use it. You as could a put boat. a mattress on top of it. And you could sleep just, on top of it. You could it. just take it out on a river and be and fine. Like, yeah, I'm gonna go down. The I'm river going below deck because you can do that in this thing. It's huge. Um. So before we move into our news section, um, we do have other podcasts in our 
our somewhat nerdy podcast network, as we like to call it. Uh, there's three podcasts. There's our podcast. There is Nerds of the Square Circle, which is hosted by Sam, Philip, and me sometimes. Um, and there's also Future Flicks with Billiam, which is a podcast that Billiam hosts weekly, where he talks about all the movies that are coming out that week. He recently did his Billiam Awards, I think it's what the name of it is, where he gave, picked his favorite movies the whole entire year. Well, um, it he had all kinds of yeah, great, he had a bunch of awesome great categories. sections from the why the hell did this get made mm-hmm. to <laughs> the total lit down. I, I don't remember the names of all of them, but the one we have a particular problem with was the hole in the bottom of the popcorn bucket award, which yes. was the what the surprise the surprise hit or something. Yeah, that, the that surprise he thing that he liked the most. Well, he called us out. Mentioned that we would not be cool with this, and he's right. He is because he's absolutely wrong. He picked the reboot for Ghostbusters. I don't know if you heard this, Randall. Danger. I'm losing respect for Billiam as you speak. Now he did. He did bring up a point we talked about in yeah, our in did. our Ghostbuster one shot. We talked about if this had been a different movie than Ghostbusters, it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. But that is not my problem with this movie, Billiam. Okay, the movie was bad. If you call this something else, this movie still would have been bad. How it just makes it double worse that it's called Ghostbusters. How does he support his argument? What is his... He said it was fun. It was fun. a fun movie. It was. If I were to turn my brain off and just... I can't turn my brain off. That's my problem. Yeah. I can't just turn my brain off and watch a stupid movie. And, Billiam, you watched a stupid movie and gave it a reward. Good for you, man. Good for you. I'm, yeah, that's I'm, just I'm, like a Californian. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, uh, it is like a wiener grabbing award. What, is a, what do you mean a wiener grabbing award? Hole in the bottom of the popcorn okay, bucket. Okay, I think I we all understand the surprise. I think that, I didn't understand. Thank you. Yeah, that is the surprise. Surprise! Ghostbusters grabbing wieners. I still think that that dude was just bullied and he just never got over it. Who? Uh, Fergie, Fig, Paul Fig, Fig, yeah, yeah. He he must have been bullied because all of his movies, his main characters are bullied pretty bad. What do you what do you have to say about that, Billiam? Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, thank you, Billiam, for calling us out. Go check out Billiam's podcast. It's, it's, it's a awesome, great show. It's great an show. awesome podcast. I love it. Yeah. You'll learn a lot. I still, Honestly, you learn a lot. I still love those actresses. Um, I. I don't, we're not going to get into the Ghostbuster <laughs> talk. We, we have a whole podcast on it that came out last year when the movie came out. So make sure you go check that out. Uh, we break it down and are not hateful nerds when we're doing it. Compassionate Ghostbuster fans. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't even know where to go with it. We're not hateful. No. Go listen to it. It's actually about, a good breakdown of it. We're about forty percent Ghostbusters podcasts. <laughs> to be honest. Uh, all right. Let's uh, get right into the news. There's a lot of it. So. Well, let's see, man. Tons of stuff. I just where do you want to start? You want so, to start with TV shows? You want to start we got with movies? Like a, a month and a half of news that we're going to go through. We could go through some of these pretty quick because I think we got kind of a lot. But the Legion TV show that the X Men stuff are doing, uh huh, and the X Men TV show that they're talking about. So the the Legion TV show looks pretty good. I don't know what's going on in the trailers that they've shown. Yeah, they, it's but it's I, I I don't know what to expect. I'll check it out. But well, I don't uh, I don't watch television. Much I don't at either. All. So yeah. what's what's the premise of Legion? So Legion is in the comic books. You're gonna go. That's uh, Professor X's son. Right. It seems like a teenage angstish show. Kind of. I don't know. It's like they're in school, sorta. Also in a mental institution. 
kind of maybe i don't know it's really it's really hard to kind of get an idea what it, it, it does look like they're in an insane asylum or right. something. um i don't know how this is going to talk i mean if it ties into the x-men universe that they have going on right now god bless them for trying to tie into those movies but they're also talking about doing a x-men new mutants uh tv show on fox too which well, is, this is fxx this is or which is fox yeah. fox owns all those channels my whole weirdness was all this is uh disney had to give them permission to do all these tv shows has to like even though they own the rights it doesn't matter they own the rights to the movies not the tv shows so, ah. uh, disney owns all the tv rights so in order to do the tv shows they had to get something they had to trade for something they're not going to do it for free everybody hopes it's the fantastic four ah. <laughs> so they traded fantastic four yeah you can do all your t- your failed expanded universe on tv was your x-men universe that sucks um continued do it yeah sure no problem yeah i, I kind of like the x-men movies but whatever <sighs> good what do you world? like about the x-men movies? I, i'm easily entertained you know what i'm actually kind of worried right now because i'm i'm almost almost agreeing with you so deadpool obviously obviously awesome. it was great it's an, an and it's by movie. far the best one they've ever put out by far logan looks so good yes yes but that's because of deadpool it was because of deadpool that Hugh Jackman wanted to raise the bar a little bit more. He wanted to be a little bit more edgy. He wanted a little break that cookie cutter mold. Um, what what's Logan going to be rated? Is that going to be R. another? It's R. another R. Well, then there um, you go. Jackman Deadpool took the way. Jackman took a pay cut just to make sure it was going to be rated R. And he lost a lot of muscle mass for that movie. Yeah, to make him look older. So we posted a trailer like recently um, on the on sowinery.com, So go check that out. But. The trailer is the first time I've watched a X-Men like trailer and been like, am I getting sucked in by the trailer or is the movie good? Because this last trailer where they have X-23 like mm-hmm. almost marking people in it looks really good. Well, they have a red band. She yeah. marks people. Yeah, she does. And they're cursing. <laughs> I don't like Professor X cursing just because it seems weird. It was funny. It was funny. It's funny. It was it funny. Patrick Stewart cursing is always it's funny. It's always funny. But the trailer looks really good. And I, I'm so. I'm pissed off at myself for being sucked into an X Men trailer, but I can't help it. This looks really good. Let's, but let's be fair. Well, that'll let's just use that as a segue to the next topic: the DC Universe problems in movies. Now, those trailers all look good to me. The promotional stuff, yeah. What do we call it? Billiam has a word for it, and Watch Your Mouth has a word for it. Trailer guy. Yeah, trailer guy. That's I made up trailer guy. Is it? Yeah, it was me. I think William stole that from you. So I totally made up trailer guy. Trailer guy is seriously the best director that they have. (laughs) If these two movies, which why don't you tell us about what you heard? So from the last, I think this is uh, comicbookmovie.com and IGN is reporting on that behind the scenes, Wonder Woman is a unwatchable mess. They're saying like Batman versus Superman level this very incoherent story which we all kind of knew was going to happen they had a director quit after this movie started getting filmed and then they had rewrites through the whole entire movie oh my god so i mean that lends itself to being a bad movie so they either one of two things they didn't have a story going in like they had with suicide squad they didn't have a story until about halfway until they were done filming it and then they rewrote that whole entire thing re-edited it and then that's what we got was Suicide Squad. Which was a bad movie. Which was a bad movie. Uh, DC, I mean, Batman versus Superman. A bad movie. Good elements, really bad movie. So, to me, DC 
is inserting their hands into things they should not be inserting their hands in. And they're screwing Unless up you're trailer own. guy. Unless you're trailer guy. Trailer guy. And screwing up their own properties. Yeah. It's a shame, man, because, I mean, um, Gal Gadot. Mm-hmm. She was. I loved her casting as Wonder Woman. She just. Me too. She looks the part. She's. She's a badass. Um. I'm. I was really looking forward to see the costume is amazing. Chris Pine's in this movie. That's awesome. You don't like Chris Pine. I love Chris Pine. I'm mad that he's a secondary character. Yeah. I wish he was like Green Lantern. Yeah. So that that would that would have been a much better choice. Yeah. Well, that'll go into some of the news we have a little bit later. Yeah. But uh, let's continue on with this DC. So thing. I love Zack Snyder's design work mm-hmm. i've always do i like the way he shoots things uh-huh. i really do i he can't put together a, a coherent story to save his life i like watchmen i think he did a good job as watchmen from what he had as a source material watchmen is like if you watch the film you see things that are frame by frame from the book yeah so let's go let's he, go back to the formula but he does that he does that he did that with Batman vs Superman too. There's things straight out of Dark Knight Returns. But he never he never embodies a story that came comes from DC. He's another director, writer, producer, whatever you whatever you want to do that thinks he's better than the source material. Ah, <clears throat> like I have a better story that a, than a story that's been told over the past. I mean, Superman's one of the first superheroes. Mm-hmm. That is a character that should be able to really nail down. And we got Modi, Moody. Superman that I've never seen. He hasn't in two more movies. He hasn't smiled. That I have a problem with for a Superman movie. Batman, on the other hand, he nails. Not him. Ben Affleck nails because Ben Affleck as Batman is awesome. Yes, thank you for saying that because he has been catching some flack recently, which doesn't make any sense. No sense. I don't know why no one's given him the credit that he deserves for the movies that he writes and directs. Yeah, you should just let this dude do his thing. Let him have at it. He'll make. He'll finally What's make the movie he just released. Um, the newest one was, oh man, it was the 19, he's a 1920s gangster in Boston. Whatever the name of it is, like, that's what he's, oh, he's answering. Ta- like, uh, he's like, it took me a year and a half to write that movie. A year and a half. I want to get Batman right. It might take me longer than that. Now, DC had to come right behind him and be like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't worry. We're going to film that this year. And then he, he had to come back out and go, yeah, we sure are. Stop asking me questions about it. Because I'm sick of it. Yeah, he's and he's a nerd. Mm-hmm. He's he's always been a nerd. I mean, friends with Kevin Smith, which I'm, is a giant Batman. I don't know if you notice Kevin Smith's daughter is named Harley Quinn. Yeah, he's a giant Batman nerd. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> which kind of brings us up to the next little part where we'll talk about uh, more of the DC universe. New news about Black Adam. A lot of Black Adam talk, and it's now been said that The Rock, who I love, I think he's great. I agree. Is gonna get. I think this is the problem. He's so likable, and people love him. The DC, in all their wisdom, apparently decided to give him his own Black Adam movie, which is weird. How are they gonna do that? It's more importantly is they announced this movie with no release date. Like, oh, maybe five years from now we'll release a movie from him. And but we just want to be... make sure we tie the rock down so he can't go to Marvel. I think that's really a lot of things to do with it. Um, he had meetings with him and everything. Yeah. Uh, but it's so, so a Captain Marvel movie with the Rock in it was always going to turn into a Rock movie, right? He, well, he, the Rock demands presence. Exactly. Just, can you smell what he's cooking? He's just <laughs> bringing people into the kitchen. People want to know. So they, this week they announced <laughs> that Black Adam is going to get his own movie. This works 
and you can disagree with me, if they do a Captain Marvel movie as the Brock as the bad guy. Sure. The second one, the Black Adam movie, is a prequel to tell you why Black Adam is a bad guy. It would have to be a prequel because yes. he started off as a good guy. Yes. And then he just And it's got not even that he's, like, he turns into a bad guy. He There's a reason behind his madness. And it's his wife, right? Iris? Isis. Isis. Um, so if they follow that story and kind of give him some kind of um, humanity, to some kind of uh, plight, you would understand the Captain Marvel movie. Now, the problem I have with all this, though, it's a DC movie. Well, and they're kind of, because it's The Rock and he's playing a villain, they're building, it's exactly like Scorpion King. Yeah. He played a villain for like a hot minute, and then they gave no, him an no. entire... Was he even, like, I know they like to say he's in that movie, it was, but he was, he was completely CGI in that movie. I'm sure they it was his motion capture for that stuff, because anyway, he did I'm the sorry. eyebrow thing or whatever. He doesn't do the eyebrow thing much at all anymore. No. Um... But then he got his own movie as Scorpion King where he's this basically benevolent hero. Right. And I don't know if that's really necessary for Black Adam. Just let him be the villain. Let him be a great villain. Don't don't ruin it, you know? Yeah, but the Black Adam has always been that character where it's that middle ground. Like, yeah, he's a bad guy, but there's there's a reason that he's a bad guy. But he's it's not just re- like Joker or Lex Luthor where he, that those dudes are evil. He's a really bad guy, dude. Yeah, well, yeah he is a really bad guy. And he's a powerful, guy, but there is really a bad guy. reason he's a powerful bad guy. Like, Joker's just crazy. He He's a, a super villain. Black Adam's a super villain, but there's a reason he's a super villain. Sure. But, uh, does I, he, now, now, that being said, does he deserve his whole entire movie? I don't think he deserves a whole movie. If The Rock wasn't cast as Black Adam, there would be there no would be way. No, there, would be, there wouldn't even be talk. There wouldn't no. even be can, like even whispers about it. At all. Well, like, not in the least bit. I'm all for The Rock playing this character. I think he's going to look great as a character, but I think it's totally unnecessary for him to be. I kind of wish he was playing a Marvel movie. character. I don't know who. Uh, maybe Black Bolt. I don't know. Uh, something like that. Um, I'm obviously a Marvel fan, and they're able to pull off movies better than DC. Like this Aquaman movie looks good. Like I like Jason Momoa. I like the directions they're going in. I like the director. But this is DC doing this movie. So I have no faith in DC pulling off movies. So now I have to talk to DC just like I talk about Fox with the um, X-Men movies. Which is really sad. And the DC movies should be good. Guys, DC has been a dumpster fire for a while now. Uh, you, you, gotta, you gotta put that fire out. Something's gotta happen. They exercise a lot in morally gray areas so you know they had superman kill general zod they had batman straight up branding people that would get murdered in jail um that stuff doesn't bother me it's morally gray so i mean if we could get a a tale about the black adam and the way that he becomes a dictator a benevolent dictator and his people love him like a very dr doomish yeah i think that would be interesting and uh done right it would be interesting yeah I just don't think it's necessary. Oh, it's definitely not necessary. And if it wasn't The Rock, this wouldn't be a thing. It would never be a thing. It really wouldn't. I don't think anybody can debate. If The Rock wasn't playing Black Adam, we would not be talking about Black Adam right now. Yeah, very true. So I guess we could just move along to the next little bit of... Which is even more crazy DC stuff. It is crazy. Um, This short list that they have for the Green Lantern Corps is why is ryan reynolds I, on this list i don't even I, they don't must know, want man. him they must just want him because ryan reynolds people it's, love ryan reynolds too he's another person that like they don't really right care now. what he, well first of all ryan reynolds has always been even in things like van wilder way back in the day 
People just yeah, like but him. He's his, a likable person. His name went down a lot in between <laughs> in between Dared, I mean, uh, Deadpool and Deadpool. Like he had a string of really bad movies. I don't know. He did some he did a lot of things that I liked. He oh did some wrong. What's that movie that he he plays like he's a ghost dude that shoots people? Uh R.I.P.D. Yeah, that movie sucked. Um there was another one right around that time where he, his name went down. Now Deadpool is the new hotness. Ryan Reynolds is now the new hotness. Got the his, old hotness. Got that's got new. a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Exactly. So he is now his name has went way back up where DC's like Maybe we can just forget about that he played Green Lantern before and cast him again. It happened well, for Chris Evans. I mean, they wouldn't... Are, are they thinking about bringing him back as Hal Jordan? Yes. Which the, is The bad. Green Lantern Corps, uh, right now they're talking about having Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart. I'm really interested in Jon Stewart. But they, right now we only have the Hal like Jordan the, Like the only Jon Stewart uh, name that always gets thrown around is Common, which I'm fine with Common, but I don't want to miss Jon Stewart. But Jon Stewart, again, I'll go ahead and be open, is my least favorite Green Lantern. Really? Yes. I don't know why. I, I don't know why. Jon like Stewart's him. always bothered me in comic books. I've always liked uh, Guy Gardner. Well, he's restrictive on himself. Exactly. By the natural engineering of all of his constructs. So, like, he does all the... Every bolt and screw and piston and because he's an a, architect and all this other yeah, yeah blah like, blah 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 yeah. Uh, so. Kyle is my second least favorite, which I think uh, Ryan Reynolds would be better fitted to play the more funny, loose guy. Um, he played Hal Jordan in the original movie. He was a terrible Hal Jordan. He was fine as the character he played or they wrote for Hal Jordan, but Hal Jordan is a serious dude. A, he's a bit of a womanizer. He's a little bit of a womanizer, but he is more of a serious dude. He's not a jokey type of well, like that's, dude. That's not totally true, man. Because Hal Jordan, all of his constructs were toys. He's, yeah, but that's just how his mind worked. Like he worked yeah, as a more simple. Like I'm just gonna make a boxing glove. You know why I'm gonna make a boxing glove? Because it works, <laughs> and I'm gonna punch you with it. But it's just the thing. If you're talking, he's a serious dude. When you have a childlike wonderment mm-hmm. to his his constructs. That kind of goes against what you're what you're talking about. So what we're talking about, there's a short list of Green Lantern uh, actors they want. Several so many names are completely out there. Like I'm gonna go with the most obvious one, Tom Cruise. Yeah, not, I I like Tom Cruise. As weird as that guy is, I like him. I like his movies. John Reacher movies, awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, he does his own stunts. I have a lot of respect for that kind of person, even though he's just a weird guy. But let's just Jack like, Reacher. Let's take uh, John Reacher. Jack Reacher, sorry. Yeah, take the, the coolness of who he is. He's an older guy. Yeah. Is he going to want to play this character in multiple, multiple films like they're going to want? I, I think Bradley Cooper is my favorite on the list. Mine too. But I see Arnie Hammer as having some potential. Uh, yeah, and I like him too. Uh, the I other think one he is... looks the Hal Jordan type. He looks, yeah, Brad, he looks like a they, pilot. And go back to the Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper tried out for this part, but got beat up by Ryan Reynolds the first time. But he, you ever heard him in an interview, he goes, I Batmaned it because I, I walked in and I did the Batman voice on some reason. And I lost the part. I didn't get it. So it'd be interesting to see if he gets it now. I think he's the best fit on this list. So the uh, Joel McC- McHale. I don't Joel know McHale, who... he's, he, he's funny. He's an all right guy, uh, but I don't know if he's good for this kind of role. I don't know if he's he's a talk soup guy. He's okay. in Community, which is probably his oh, biggest okay. claim to fame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, I know. And he's he in a new show, The Great Indoors. All right, all right. So he's more of a s- snarky, smart alecky person, a lot like Ryan Reynolds, but his delivery's not as good as okay. natural feeling as his. It seems kind of scripted a little bit. And the other one that I don't hate is uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. 
I don't know, man. I, I don't. I, I like him, so I would. I don't think he's a good point for um, Hal Jordan. Though. No, for sure. Um, I, honestly, I would go Bradley Cooper first, and then Arnie Hammer. Whereas um, Ryan Reynolds and that. No, I don't want him at you all. Don't want him at all. At all. I think just let him go. Let him be happy as Deadpool. <laughs> that's that's my love of Deadpool, though. I just don't think that they didn't what he did to Green Lantern. Well, not what he did because he was in Green Lantern. If he's in it again, everybody's gonna everybody's gonna instantly hate it. It's or... gonna be like exactly like Ben Affleck he... playing Batman. The flack he got because uh, he's so terrible in Daredevil, disregarding the multitude of movies D- and awards Deadpool, he's gotten since then. Deadpool will get over that. I think people will go back. It see, it doesn't matter. Because Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. That, yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure he is in real life. Um, I the problem is with uh him playing Green Lantern again. He's just gonna get pigeonholed into that bad movie of what he you know, of the first one, and he doesn't he doesn't need that right now. That being said, uh, who was the guy that played uh, Sinestro? Mark Strong. Mark Strong was great. I want him back. Mark Strong was perfect as Sinestro. Yeah, I agree. And anybody they cast as Sinestro in a new movie is going to fail in comparison to him. Because that was, but to me, it was the only saving grace where I'm like, that's Sinestro. Because that, he he was Sinestro. Yeah. Mark Strong's great though, dude. He is. He is great. So. All right. So, uh, let's talk about the last little bit of uh, DC news here, and this is going to be a little quick thing because there isn't much about it, but Constantine. Is coming as an animated show on CW Seed. How weird! How weird is this? I, honestly, man, it's because the show had a huge cult following, but it wasn't enough to keep it on air. I fell off of the original show after like three episodes. Yes, and it was probably and because he of the was good. The Constantine it, it, dude was awesome. He was fine, and I think that's the problem: is that he did so well. That the fans loved him, but the show was formulaic and bad. It was bad. And Matt Ryan is going to come back and do the voice. He is. The voice. And he's the voice in the Justice League Dark movie that's coming out. Oh, was the the Demon Soon. and Batman. Yeah. And, okay, yeah, yeah. You can do so much more in a cartoon than you can on these Visually, shows. Visually. The animation yeah. looks pretty good. I don't know if you watched CW Seed stuff before, but I they haven't. did uh, some Flash and Arrow things. Oh, really? Meeting okay. uh, Vixen. Um, it's pretty good animation. So I think it's going to be okay. Matt Ryan is Constantine's good fit. Keep going that way. Let him do it. I think it'll be all right. Okay. I agree. DC does good animated film. Actually, animated films, their animated man. films are awesome. They <laughs> yeah. really are. Yeah, I love them. Uh, even their TV show stuff, I like their animated TV show stuff. You know, I don't want to... I rewatch Young Justice. Uh-huh. Dear God, is that show good. The it first is. season. Second... I don't, I don't care for the second season. You don't man. care? The second season was amazing. You don't you... like the time skip. I don't... The time skip bothers you don't like me the time so skip. much. Okay, the time... It really does. Okay, it may bother you, but when I, I rewatched it again, like... You know, I don't think I've ever seen the second season all the way through. Because it bothers me so much dude, that I'm just like, I can't get the through The last it. episode was so awesome. And then it pissed me off so much realizing that... We're not going to get any more. No, that's not true. Third season's coming out. Yeah, no, I know, but out. at the yeah. time I finished it, I was like, I'm never going to see it again. No, but I instantly got pissed because I'm like, there's no third season, and then I got relieved. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's going to be one soon. I don't <laughs> so, know when, but oh, man, because it's so great. So let's move into TV show. well, a company that knows how to do TV shows, Marvel. Marvel knows for the most part. Yeah, because like, yeah. do we, we like, want to talk about? I talk about too much like the ghost. Okay, Ghost Rider was on S.H.I.E.L.D. last season. Great. Uh, great. He was, was awesome. awesome. It was the only reason to go watch S.H.I.E.L.D. I've always been on the fence about S.H.I.E.L.D., but when Ghost Rider was on it, the whole show was good. 
Yeah. Okay. They get rid of Ghost Rider. And I have no desire to watch the show anymore. Agreed. Then we come to find out why they got rid of Ghost Rider. Because it was too expensive to produce. Why would they get rid of the guy that brought people back? I guarantee you people are going to lose interest again. Their ratings will probably... You know what? Well, the new season is about life model decoys. It's called LMD. Don't care. I don't care. I have the first two uh, episodes recorded. I'm like, So, they do do... I'm watching King of the Hill reruns instead. Nice. That's so they can justify bringing Nick Fury back. (sighs) Nice. Um, I mean, so the, it's true. I mean, it was Colson. It's, it was, they're always their cop out in the comic books. Somebody dies. Oh no, it was life model decoy. So, yeah. Like they're a billion life model decoy. Nick Fury's running around. So the other news is that, uh, Inhuman TV show got a, uh, director, uh, finally for the first two episodes and Vin Diesel is still fighting to turn the TV show into a movie. So there is a slight, small, very small, because I don't think there's a possibility that it's going to happen, that Vin Diesel is going to play Black Bolt in the TV show. It's just not going to happen. I know everybody's getting their hopes up about this, but Vin Diesel does not have the time to go do a TV show. Unless he's cleared his schedule for the next coming years. Dude, he's a nerd too, man. He is. If this is a passion for him, he'll find the time. He's been wanting to play Black Bolt for the past like three, four years. He'll find the time. If this is a passion of his, dude, he'll do it. I mean... Is Black Bolt really going to be a huge part of the Inhumans television show? Uh, the Inhuman t- television show is about the royal family. That got released. It's going to be about Black Bolt, Medusa. Even still, Black Bolt's still a character that won't have to be in the show much. No, because he sits on a throne and goes... Doesn't talk. Nods and, and Medusa speaks for yeah, him. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, really... They could just... actually just capture him, him, him a bunch doing things and put him through a whole season of sitting in a throne, moving every now and then. Opening his mouth once. Yeah. Record his action scenes. He'll he'll be done in a week. Isn't Black Bolt telepathic? Uh, he, he's telepathic with his wife. Okay. So they have a, like a, a bond that they share and that's yeah. why they're able... That's why she always speaks for him. I'm pretty sure... I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Either he is or someone around him is. Yeah, it's his wife. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Other Marvel... Let's go stick on the Marvel news. Uh, there was a big rumor that... I don't know why this was a rumor in the first place. That Spider-Man was not going to be in Affinity War. Because Sony still had a th- had ties, like to ties to it or something like that. But once uh, Sony starts seeing the the amazing following that Spider-Man got like that so instantly. So we've seen the trailers now, I look, think, since we, we recorded. The trailers look awesome. awesome. Tom Holland's going to do great. Super pumped about this. Um, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Keaton's in it. Dude, Michael Keaton's great at anything, man. He really is. He's good as a good guy. He's fantastic, fantastic as, as a, a bad, bad guy. guy. Robocop. Dude, the saving movie... grace of Robocop. Yes. <laughs> the movie's not that bad. It it's really pretty is, bad. But, you know, it's bad if you're thinking about it as a Robocop movie, but if you just think about it as his own thing, it's not that bad. No, that guy that plays Robocop is bad. He is kind of bad. He's um, Rick Flagg guy. He was, he was the worst. As, as, bad as, Squad? Squad, uh, as bad as Suicide Squad was, he was the worst part of it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I still haven't seen Suicide Squad. I really haven't. You'll so. like certain people. You know who you'll like the most? Amanda Waller. That yeah. chick is amazing. So, anyway, Spider-Man's going to be in Infinity Squad, uh, Infinity War. I don't know why this was a doubt. The Sony, Sony and Marvel thing has been working together so well now. Especially with Iron Man showing up in Spider-Man, which is a guaranteed thing now. Uh, the Avengers kind of are in a Spider-Man. Guy's a mask. But they, he says the Hulk name, all these other things. Spider-Man is now part of the Marvel Universe. And everybody needs to go, yes. And then start praying for the X-Men and Fantastic Four. 
eventually this can happen for everybody. Uh, and in the other Infinity War news that we have right now, Peter Dinklage, which is, what's his name on uh, Game of Thrones? I don't watch Game of Thrones. Tyrion. Tyrion. I don't I, watch it. I know him. He's my, like, he's the guy I recognize the most from the TV show. Uh, he played in the other X-Men movie as Trask, I think. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He is in Infinity War, and there's pictures of him that leaked out today of a back shot where he has red kind of flared out hair. If you are familiar with the Infinity Gauntlet comic book and Adam Warlock comic books, Adam Warlock's cohort and partner in crime is Pip the Troll. Pretty sure, if you, what is the correct word? Little person? Mm-hmm. Little person is cast in an Infinity War movie. He's got to be playing Pip. Fantastic. Maybe. Pip, and Pip was kind of a, I, I don't want to say a big part. He had a lot of parts in it, but they weren't big. And that again sounds kind of kind of messed up. Well, he's the character that's not like he can't go punch people, but can he put the puzzle pieces together to make sure that everything's in place whenever they're doing it? Because he, well, let's go ahead and be honest. His best friend is Adam Warlock. If my best friend was Adam Warlock, I would never punch anybody in the face. You wouldn't have to. He wouldn't. Your best friend's to. Adam Warlock. <laughs> so uh, the other rumor is that he's a uh, Modok. Is the other one that That'd be cool. play Modok. Um, and well, there are some other characters, uh, smaller characters. Modok's not a weird smaller character, characters. in my opinion, in general. Yeah, Modok's a What weird... is he? Well, he's a modular operational. I, I understand that. It just, bo- it just it bothers me that he's just a face on a chair with little arms. We've got him up there on the shelf. Yes, he is. That's one... I love that action figure. I have a Modok action <laughs> figure. Um, so, Pip. Would be a cool thing to see, but if Pip's in the movie, that means Adam Warlock's in the movie, which incites me a little bit more because I love Adam Warlock. He's a this is a really cool character. Well, if they follow the comic, Adam Warlock has to be in it. But if they follow the comic, it's gonna be weird. weird. So you're right. Yeah, we were talking plus, about they don't have earlier. Silver Surfer. Oh yeah, but Big maybe part. they do. Oh, true. Yeah. Oh, good point. See? You think they got so Fantastic Four? They got Four. The Fantastic Four. They got they got the Silver Surfer. So right. Silver Surfer plays a very big part in Infinity War. Huge part. Yeah. Infinity Gauntlet, as the comic book is. Yeah. So. Um, he is like the, he's the plan. Like they have no other plan when they fight Thanos other than Silver Surfer. He's gonna murk them from the other side of the galaxy. Yeah. That's yeah. basically the plan. That was his plan. I'm gonna I'm gonna just <laughs> we're gonna throw as many bodies. Him. As we can at Thanos. He's going to kill all y'all. It sucks to be all y'all. But, you know, what else are you going to do? So Surfer is going to fly from the other side of the galaxy and punch Thanos. It doesn't work. Spoiler. Spoiler alert. You know what? But here's here's the little thing. Thanos is doing all of this for a girl. (laughs) Trying to impress a girl. You know? What happened to the... He's basically John Cusack and say anything. Instead of holding a boombox outside of a girl's window, he's murdering a galaxy. With an, he, He's holding the Infinity Gauntlet, and instead of music, it's murder. Yeah, that's that's what he's doing. <laughs> and the chick is, uh, is, is a bag of bones. She's just bones. <laughs> nice. And I don't know why he's attracted to that. He's got a weird fetish. Um, And just kind of wrapping up, we have a few little things in the news. The last little bit we got... Um, Arrested Development. Huge fan of Arrested Development. I've never seen it. Dude, it's awesome. Which just bothers me because I love uh, Jason Bateman. Everybody loves Jason yeah, Bateman. He's, he's like one of my favorite actors. It's, he just, he's lovable. He's he's such a jerk, too. <laughs> like, in a, such a smooth way. Oh, man. Anyway, uh, all basically the only news that came out is that they all are back. They all signed contracts. There's nothing else, no other talk about season five. That I know about right now. But... So we're not sure if it's like a Netflix or... Oh, it's Netflix. Oh, it is Netflix. Yeah. Okay, okay. I didn't Pretty know sure that. it's Netflix. Yeah. 
Okay. I have no reason to think it wouldn't be Netflix since Netflix picked up season four. Oh, okay. All right. So, so after it was canceled, yes, Netflix season picked four up season went four. to. Oh, see, I, did, I don't know anything about Arrested Development, so I, I just randomly chose that. <laughs> oh, it's 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 a good show. You should check it out. I it's, know. It's been it's right up there with uh, someone uh, sunny in Philadelphia. I, it's I always sunny in Philadelphia. That's a great. Yeah, show that too. show too. <laughs> it's a it's a great one, man. You should check though. Those two are both binge worthy. And now let's wrap up the news with some Star Wars talk. Uh, yeah, our, our nerd talk's obviously about Star Wars, so we we actually have some Star Wars news this week. Han Solo's mentor, mentor, teacher, yeah. uh, in the Han Solo spinoff solo film, solo film, uh, is Woody <laughs> uh, Harrelson. This slightly takes me out of the movie. He's a weird character. I, I love him, Woody, but he's a weird actor. I don't know if seeing him in a Star Wars movie, I'm going to be like, that's Woody Harrelson in the movie. I don't know. It's weird. I mean, the guy that was mentor to Han Solo is bound to be an unconventional character to begin Good with. Good point, dude. So. Yeah, I guess. Um, I don't know what storyline they're going to use for Han Solo. I don't know if they're going to use his Expanded Universe uh, origin, where he's like uh, Imperial, going through an Imperial school and everything like that, and he saves Chewbacca, and that's why he ends up leaving Imperial's school and that's why he has a life that was chewbacca they've been paralleling a lot of the a lot original of it. content yeah. a lot of the expanded universe uh, woody harrison and casting it no is weird they cast lando too what's the guy's name donald glover yeah or what's okay. his other name childish gambino yeah that guy <laughs> i don't know why he has two names yeah, that's his it's rapping, his rapping, rapping name. Name. yeah yeah uh he's lando name. so if you didn't know that i didn't yeah. but now it i kind of hyped for that so good um and then sticking on this uh, star wars stuff george lucas has been traveling the country trying to build his uh museum i think it's the museum of arts uh, george lucas arts and movies or something like that it's got this weird flowing design he wants to build it a bunch of states and cities have turned it down so he went back to his basically his home and they're going to build it in la imagine that yeah i <laughs> I want to go to it. Apparently, he has like a lot of his original props, or a lot of his original drawings. Uh, he's going to do a whole museum dedicated to it, and it's also going to have like a weird, um, like teaching part of it too. Uh, he's been trying to get this thing off the ground forever. It's going to be a lot of money. I mean, like the design of that thing doesn't even make sense. It doesn't look like a Millennium Falcon. It doesn't look like an Imperial destroyer. It doesn't look like the Death Star. Come on, man. It's probably going to cost somewhere around $400 million. I think that's what a lot of people had a problem with. I think he's paying for a lot of it himself because he has more money than anything. So, By the way, he'll he'll get that back. He'll, the, the city will get that give back. It back yeah. to him, yeah. The, if, if I were the involved, tourist revenue alone will bring bring all that back pretty quickly. Yeah, and if it's a state-owned museum, because I don't know exactly how the museums work in privately-owned museum. They'll take donations. It's like the, the World War II museum around here. So, whatever. I want to go to it. It's something I would like to do if I'm ever in California. It's going to be a few years before it's done. So You're going to make the pilgrimage for uh, your yeah. religion? There's a lot of things the out Star there. Star Wars Trek. Uh, the Skywalker Ranch I would like to go to. There's a private collection with um, Steve something. He has the like the world's largest Star Wars private collection Look, uh, I want to go to. If I were city planning for San Francisco, I would not want that building funking up my city land. My, like... <laughs> You know, so what you're doing is already starting to hate on Star Wars before we even get into the nerd talk. You're welcome. That building's terrible. Uh, and before we, we take a break and come back with nerd talk, 
everybody knows this, uh, and this is old news right now, but we have not had time to comment on it. Um, but while we were on our break, Carrie Fisher and Debbie Reynolds passed away. And obviously Carrie Fisher is Princess Leia. Um, and Debbie Reynolds, how I always think about her is um, from she's Scarlet from Scarlet's Web. That's that's the first thing that always comes to my head. Both of them passed away, and their mother and daughter, if you didn't know, passed away within a few days of each other. Yeah, it was super sad because uh, Carrie Fisher was supposed to be at the New Orleans Comic Con, so they took her booth uh, poster, put it out front, and everyone put messages on it, wrote yeah, on it. I saw that. Yeah, it was it was really nice. Uh, yeah, so that was. It sucks. That that's that's one of ours like falling, like something that's close to my heart, especially with Star Wars. We just want to comment on that and Carrie best Fisher. wishes to the family. You were the best ex-girlfriend carrying military grade weaponry I ever saw in the Blues Brothers. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna take a break right here, and uh, we're gonna be right back with Nerd Talk, which will be all about Star Wars. Do you ever wish there was an easy way to find out what movies are coming out without having to go through the pain of Googling it? And did you ever wish you could get some random nerd's opinion on those movies? Well, your wishes have come true. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and I have a new podcast called Future Flicks, where I talk about every movie that's coming out during the week, and I throw in some opinions, facts, and even the occasional recommendation. So check out Future Flicks on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. There are several ways to raise money for a good cause. Some do it by running marathons. Some host high-dollar dinners. And some just do it by clever internetting. We here at the Watch Your Mouth Podcast employ a different approach. Wall-to-wall filthy f***ing language. Go to a grocery store, I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there, I'm like, Yeah, the did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every f***ed up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of f***s and garnished with a crown of Shut the f*** up! How the f*** did we get here? F*** all that f***ing jelly bean! So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth podcast on iTunes. SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at WIMpodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. And welcome back. And we're going to jump right into our nerd talk, which is all about Star Wars. No. That? That is an indie. That was Indiana Jones. It's George Lucas. I don't know why it popped It's George Lucas. It's fine. That's fine. It's George Lucas. Anyway, if we're talking about Star Wars, how do we want to go about this? We want to start right off with Rogue One? No, no, no. It's kind of like how we always Because I really want to talk about Rogue One. Nerd talks. We kind of have a rambling discussion about Star Wars. Okay, so I we want to do. We want to just kind of like tease it a little bit yeah, before we. Because okay, because like, I really want to talk a little, about Rogue a One. Foreplay. I have a lot of good things to say about it before Danger here gets Ruins his hands on it. the whole conversation. It. I mean, Star Wars is obviously something I love. 
It, Obviously. It, it is one of my favorite... I see your little doll collection over here. <laughs> you, you just called it a doll collection. <laughs> They're on doll stands, dude. They're not they doll are. stands. They're figure stands. They are all dolls. They uh, have little clothes that are sewn. And if, you, if you're familiar with the line, um, Sideshow Toys Collectibles makes 12-inch figures of Star Wars. I own, I think, pretty much all of them until like three years ago. Um, Dude, they do look great. They're awesome. I mean, they're dolls, but they look great. So I have them all on display cases. I have Jabba the Hutt uh, in his throne. I have uh, Things Han huge. Solo. That is a fat dude. And Carbonite. I have a full-scale replica of Yoda's hut with Yoda and Luke sitting in it. Uh, I have a Dewback, which was from Tatooine. Um, I have... Luke hanging off a wetter vein that hang off of Cloud City. He's got at I, least four Luke figures. Yeah, I do. Uh, I'm a Star Wars fan. Uh, if you don't know, I have Star Wars tattooed down my arm. I'm doing a full uh, Star Wars sleeve. My daughter, and I think I've talked about it on the podcast, is named Padme. I love Star Wars. Obviously. Obviously. Yes. Um, which kind of brings up, I'm really surprised we haven't done a Star Wars episode yet. Yeah. This is our first one. No, we we well, don't. We bring it up every once in a while. Well, it always know, comes up. You know, the truth be told, as much as we talk about Ghostbusters, I mean, Ghostbusters, what, episode or issue four? Is it four? It's three uh, or four. I think it's in our, it's a very early episode. Yeah. But that's a mutual love between yeah. all of us. And well, first of all, we all we all love Star Wars. It's just that I may not share the same amount of love as, as, as you have, mm-hmm. obviously. But uh, it, yeah, it's, since you have it's such a... Skin. Since you have such a deep love of it, how did you get into it originally? I think one of, like, I was born in 83. Okay. Uh, Return of the Jedi came out in 83. So I was instantly drawn to action figures, obviously. That's something that pretty much, if you listen to this podcast before, I love action figures. Y'all know this about me. I was brought the Ewok uh, Treehouse playset very early on. Um, and it was, I've probably seen Star Wars before this, but it never really grabbed me. But the playset for the Ewok was the first memory that I have of Star Wars. Huh. It came with the throne chair that they carried three CPO in. Uh, and I had a, a bunch of the Ewok figures and everything like this. And it always had this really cool playset in my room. And this is like three or four years old, so probably younger than I should have had this thing. But I knew what it was from. There was a few years later, I think it got released on uh, VHS. I was five or six years old, and I sat there and I wore the tapes out. I watched them so much. So that early, I was really, 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 really into the original cuts of Star Wars. I would spend all day watching all three of, of the original trilogy on the extended cuts, just just watching them. So the, the, the second cuts of them? Yeah. The early 90 ones. Yeah, yeah, the early 90s. That's when I got a trilogy. But mm-hmm. before that, you know, Han Solo shot first. <laughs> Wrong. Han Solo shot only in the original. <laughs> so it's not Han Solo shot first. He shot only. That's wrong. Anybody says different. He's a criminal. I don't know why they would make that such a big big thing. He's, and, he's a good criminal, but he, I mean, those were bounty hunters. Lucas's terrible explanation is that he's like, oh... Han Solo was in a, a cold-blooded murder. He's like, no, he was about to be murdered. He murdered the other dude first. Yeah, that's self-preservation. That's like, that's, has the dude survived this long? Self-preservation makes sense. So it never it, that that was always it, 
with some of the other um, changes that Lucas did to the movie, never really bothered me. Some of the graphic overhauls, some of the scenes he added, which even not necessary, it's fine. I'm like, uh, okay, it is something. It was his original vision of it in the first place. Sure, fine, go ahead and do that. That is a character change. Yeah, when Solo didn't shoot first, so Solo didn't shoot first, meaning he was like, ah, I'm gonna give this chance, this dude, a chance to kill me. Well, let's hear him out. Let's hear this guy. Yeah, that came, gonna, I, let's hear this guy whose purpose for coming here was to capture me and or and, kill and, me and or kill me because I mean, there's they, a bounty on my head. They had a history too, so uh, you know Han says to Greedo, "Hey, you know, tell him, tell him I'll get it to I'll him, pay him, right? Yeah, like I'll pay him. Don't, don't tase me, bro." And then, he, <laughs> and then he feels like he's just got to shoot him right then and there because of Greedo's response. How about you, Critter? What was your... Honestly, it was a little bit later for me. Really? Um, I was probably about 10 or 11. Of course, I've seen the movies before mm. then, but I w- they didn't really capture me. Like, uh, it wasn't until one of my friends in the neighborhood growing up went over to his house, and he just had Star Wars everything. And that dude knew the, the universe, the alien races. I mean, like, it was really in-depth how much this dude knew about it. And it was interesting to hear the kind of detail about it i didn't realize there was that much about it so i went back and rewatched them and i liked them maybe i didn't like them as much as everyone else that gets into star wars i liked them for what they were they they didn't define me but i always do i, I already I have my defining always movie. yeah you do i always equate if you're a human being you like star wars i've never met somebody who's like ah, i don't really care for it. the original trilogy at least like i don't really care for those movies what about the people that just Star Trek, you either like Star Trek or like Star Wars. See, I don't, I don't agree with that mentality. Well, well neither do yeah. I, but there are people like that. Like, I like Star Trek. Star Trek's good. If you don't like Star Trek, there's probably something wrong with you, too. At least something. In Star Trek universe, there's something for everybody. If you don't like the old ones, you probably like new generations. Which, in fact, I've never met anybody that goes, nah, I don't care for the next generation. If you say that, you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, going back on Star Wars, I had the same thing. I had uh, I had two friends in uh, in uh, growing up. It was Albert and Josh. Um, they might listen to the podcast still. They were in big into Star Wars, so they were a big influence into me growing up a little bit lo- older. Uh, it was the early '90s when the special editions came out, and then they had the action figures where all of them were buff. Like <laughs> Luke Skywalker was really buff. Like he he had abs and pecs and everything like that. Uh, which was always a weirdness. So yeah, I, it it was one of those things, and I got into it kind of late, and I guess it didn't. I didn't jump onto it full blown like I did other things that I got into kind of late, like Ghostbusters. Well, Ghostbusters I was into. Uh, there's I can say three movies that define me as a person: Ghostbusters, Terminator Two, Die Hard. This that that is your personality in a nutshell. <laughs> that is absolutely my personality in a nutshell. I, you know, I've always liked it, and then when the, the prequels came out... Okay. So, when Phantom Menace first came out in 98, I went and saw it, but I didn't want to, like, fight the crowd. But Darth Maul... Because Darth Maul was interest, what interested me in that. Their advertisement... You know what it is about Star Wars? Movies. What I really like about Star Wars? Villains. Yeah. It's well, the villains. Yeah. Count Dooku was really cool mm-hmm. in Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. I, I had a huge problem with the asthmatic robot, though. General Grievous? Yeah. I love his design. No, the, I had nothing to do with the design. It had to do with the robot having asthma. How the hell does that happen? Uh, it's well, the, he's a there's pre- a great story about that. There is. And it's told in the Clone Wars animated series where Mace Windu 
Everybody's his favorite chest. Jedi, Samuel L. Jackson, gets real ticked off as General Grievous laughs at him as he's getting away. And he just reaches up and he crushes his chest cavity. And it was a precursor. How does a robot have lungs? He's, he's a not a cyborg. robot, though. What is he? He's the same thing as Darth Vader. Oh. He's a precursor to Darth Vader. Okay. He's All his organs were put into that thing, just like Vader was built basically as a robot later. It was the Emperor's first attempt to try to save somebody. Okay. So, See? Yeah. Wow. Learn something new every day. Um, I'm a little embarrassed he's now. not a Jedi at all, but he was taught by... Um, uh, Count Dooku to use a lightsaber. Yeah, he's, well, not he's pretty good with those lightsabers. But it's because he was a robot. Yeah. It's all the add-ons. Most normal people, if you want to use Star Wars lore, would cut themselves in the half with a lightsaber because it has no weight. It's a saber of light. So you're only holding a hilt. I'm just nerding out about Star Wars for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, continue. I, I, I gotta be honest with you guys. That's amazing. I did not really? know all that. You thought he was a robot robot. I thought it was a robot. He opens up and they burn up his insides. I don't know, man. Uh, it's like, oh, that's electronics. That's literally how they beat him is by burning his organs. <laughs> with blasters. He's, he's just he's just a robot with organs. Robocop had <laughs> less <laughs> organs than him. <laughs> but think about him as Robocop. But he had a human face. But it was fake, though. Not his face. Yeah, it was. No. They said it was. Yeah, but his face was still a face. Yeah, his face it, it wasn't was fake. prosthetic. No. His, it they was said just... it was prosthetic. In the movie, they put the bullet hole in there to be a reminder of who it came from. They say that in the movie. Correct me if I'm wrong in the comments. I know are you, are you talking about the one with... with yeah, no, no. Monaker? The old one. The actual the, good one. The good one. one. <laughs> Man, it's such a good movie. It is a good movie. <laughs> and, and Kurt Wood Smith. Man, I love that guy. That dude needs more jobs. <laughs> it, anyway, continuing. Uh, Danger, your first true Star Wars memory. Oh, man. Like I said, I used to marathon these things. Saw the first one. I was like, clean the droids, do the dishes. I hate chores. Oh, man. And then, you know, a dude's arm gets cut off in a bar. A dude gets shot. I like where this is going. Let's do this thing, you know? So, cool old man. Takes in a guy, shows him the ropes on how to swing a lightsaber around. I, I, I really dug the films as a child, so... The original three. The original three, yeah. And So in the 90s, were you not excited for the prequels? Oh, I was so, I was so excited. I was, uh... And then you saw him, and you're like, Darth Maul should have had more <laughs> stuff. You know, I saw the first one, and yeah, Darth Maul was totally hyped for that whole thing. Yeah, most definitely. But he, he was, was badass a... for the parts that he was in. He was, he was. The lines we get from him, there are two lines... I can't even I can't even quote them. They were of no consequence. They just didn't matter. So I think it's like the Jedi will fall before us, and what's the other one? I don't remember the other one. You know, you know, Darth Maul has come back in the animated series, the Rebels on, or what was it, Star Wars Rebels yeah. on Disney XD? Which That's apparently cool. the show is awesome. Yeah, he came so. back I hear really good things about the show. I don't as watch big it. as Star Wars fans I am. I've only seen like the first two episodes of that show. I hear really good things. Yeah. It comes on after like. Uh, something uh, spider-man I don't, or... have t- I don't have cable that's probably one of my problems i don't why i don't watch things well without the expanded universe like they're really relying on all these shows to expand the universe yeah for i mean in the expanded so... universe maul never died like he fell down he was saved by i think count dooku saved him and then gave him robot legs spider I mean, legs in the, in the comics he never, yeah, the comic he books, never died yeah. 
came so back. they gave him spider legs and they this seems so impractical <laughs> they were cool looking i mean well i think his first set were engineered by himself so you know darth maul like doesn't look like that that's a tattoo no, i didn't know that yeah that's all it's a sif tattoo he's actually he's like a yakuza he of of yeah, the of the Sith. Uh, that is a Sith tattoo. Anything that you see that's tattooed like that, red and black, because there's different races that have that same pattern. Uh, it's a tattoo that they actually get. That's well, his, a Sith tattoo. His race. His brother is yellow that. and black. Like yeah. his race just does that. Well, there's the a uh, women are the powerful. What's the um the thing was the tentacles off their head? Uh, Teak Twilik Twilik. Yeah, you're not talking about Squid Guy. You're talking about Twilik. Yeah. Um. There's a girl version of that, uh, of a Sif that has that same red and black tattoo. Uh, I think his race is actually normally yellow, or it might even be uh, human colored. So, just a little knowledge dropped on there. Most of his race. I'll be corrected in the comments. He's like, no, you're wrong. You're not a real Star Wars nerd. <laughs> Most of his race is supposed to be force sensitive, though. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, it just made sense. His brother is right there hanging on the wall as Donald Duck. <laughs> because <laughs> at star wars weekend in 2012 13 i don't remember the last time i went but star wars at disney world does a star wars weekends where they party all weekend with star wars fans um it's awesome if you haven't been it's amazing i think they canceled it until they finished star wars land at disney world because they're building like a life-size falcon and everything there that's mm. awesome mm. so i was totally hyped for this new Sith Lord, right? That's that's gonna be amazing. There's no there's no father son angst here. There's no like twisted relationship. Just, just, just some just awesome dude. Show Dual me, lightsaber. Yeah. Show me what the Sith were meant to do, and what they were meant to do is get cut in half at the end of the movie after only saying two lines. <laughs> so I give it a chance because I'm an impressionable teen at this. That point. first movie is not bad. It's pretty bad. Phantom Mentis is not that bad. Darth Maul saved it. That movie Darth was Darth Maul and... Qui-Gon Jinn? Saves it. And Padme. Ian McGregor. I love Ian McGregor, so pretty much anything he's in, I'm okay with. That movie is not that bad. Jar Jar Binks brings it down for a lot of people. Jar Jar Binks doesn't bother me as much as it bothers other people. I understand the reasoning for the character. This is the Kids. film with the pod racing and the... The pod racing is one of the best scenes of that whole entire movie. And if anybody disagrees with me, they're wrong. The pod race, there is not one point... And you got to remember the time this movie came out. So you remember when the first time you've seen it. There's no way that you thought this was a bad movie. The pod race at the time looked awesome. Was exciting. It might not have been about the best character of the whole entire movie. But that not one point did you go, I don't believe this is really happening in front of me. Computer graphic-wise, way, way ahead of his time in 99. Even George R. Binks, he had a completely CGI character that was walking around. And nobody goes, oh, that looked totally fake. No, everybody goes, I hate the character. We expected it to look totally fake going in. All right? Like, that's the deal. That's the deal. It was understood that there were going to be less Muppets. This wasn't going to be as real. I, I got to be honest with you, man. I don't know if I can accept that as an answer. Oh, yeah, that's not an acceptable answer. Yeah. The no. pod race is really good. I, I don't know why. Why do you not like the pod race? I don't. I never said I didn't like the pod race. I just don't know if I agree with your reasoning why it's so great. It was unnecessary, and it was. It way seemed unnecessary. Out. I it's guess necessary to, to I guess show that Anakin that... is force sensitive, and he's the only human that can do what that is. What they're doing there, humanoid. Yeah, 
with terrible, was two arms. We needed less terrible child acting. While oh no, the child it, like, acting. And no offense to uh, Jake Lloyd. I think is the, the guy's name. He was a kid while he was acting in this. He was not the best actor. He he wasn't. Well, it's and okay. It the no guy they got later is not was much still a better. Bad actor. Okay, I'll go ahead and say Attack of the Clones, the second episode two, is probably one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It is such a poorly put together movie that it's almost unwatchable. I watched it as a Star Wars fan, but I understand that it's not a good movie. Well, I like the Yoda scene. The Yoda scene is not bad. Yes. Unnecessary. No, that was necessary because oh, it's necessary that... to save the movie. Yeah, because otherwise it would have been a total crap show. But the whole entire scene when three CPO loses his head in that factories where he's trying to find it, <laughs> that is one of the. That's worst. a cartoon, man. That's... It's a cartoon. It that turned is into a Mouse. cartoon. Yeah, it really did, and that is, it brings the movie down so much. Now, me as a uh, as a John Carter fan, uh, as soon as I saw episode two, when there's so many scenes that. Lucas took right from John Carter. That was a good movie. Yeah, I agree. But that book is like 100 years old. A lot of Star Wars is taken from John Carter stuff. Okay. He took that scene from John Carter. I'm like, oh man, it's a John Carter scene. Like even the aliens and how the aliens are done is very John Carter. I was like, man, this is really cool. Which but scene? The the arena scene. Oh, where it's, he, he tames those, the beast yeah, and they ride it around. That scene, even the aliens are coming from, is very John Carter. Star Wars, even the original trilogy, takes a lot from John Carter because John Carter was like one of the first sci-fi books. But as underrated a, movie too. Super underrated. underrated movie. Movie. I love that movie. I think it's great. Yeah, it was pretty great. Yeah. I can't believe I waited so long to watch it because it just it just kind of had nothing going for it. And then terrible. I watched it, I was like, what? I have a theory that on that good. because uh, it's terrible advertising. They advertised that movie really wrong because it was really good. Yeah, um, Attack totally of the Clones crappy. is bad, and you're correct. And nobody could argue with you because that Attack of the Clones is bad. We're so, not even going to talk about the flying, big-nosed monster that owns Anakin Skywalker that doesn't want to sell him for cheap, but somehow gets totally messed over by Jedi. You know, by the end of the whole thing, I'm just wondering: Are Jedi even good guys? No. No, Jedi's the answer is no. Guys, no. The thing, the thing that I do like about it is the, you know, there's a there's a underlying current of philosophy, you know, battling between selfishness and of uh, righteousness of the greater good. But the greater good should not be absolute. Like the interest in the greater good should not be absolute. The whole thing about Jedi, and we can start moving in towards talking about Rogue One after this, but Jedi are inherently not good. They have terrible policies. If you're born Force-sensitive, you get taken away from your family. If you're inside of the Empire, that's what happens. If you're born, they take your test. And the Chlorians, which are one of the worst things they ever invented for the oh, Star Wars. Yeah. So then we have, what is the Force even? <laughs> it's a microscopic bacteria that lives inside of you that's a host with you. That makes you force sensitive. It's he terrible. tried to make it too realistic. It, that was his problem. That's an explanation that didn't need to happen. When it ne- really needed to be what happens in Rogue One, where it's just a dedication to your body, and that's why you're force sensitive. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. But explaining why you're force sensitive probably didn't need to happen. But Jedi were just a tool for the Empire. That's all they were. They're not really a, a religious organization. They're not really. They have terrible rules that force you to have emotions, which they have rules against. Anakin says it multiple times inside of the whole entire series. He's like, I'm supposed to love everything, but not love anything. And then he kills everybody. What do, what do you expect? So Then he cries <laughs> yellow tears. 
Hayden Christopher gets a lot of crap for his terrible acting, which he deserves some of it. Attack of the Clones is a bad movie. He acts terrible in it. Revenge of the Sith, when put together, better. is not a, a, as a whole movie, is not a bad movie. He it, did do a lot better. He did a lot better. A lot better. And that movie saved a lot by um, Ian McGregor. Yeah. Ian McGregor is awesome in everything he's in. That movie... Well, he's a veteran actor, man. Exactly. I mean, he's I, a young I'd veteran I'd love actor. to see him come back as an Obi-Wan and they do a movie in between the 20 years that they're missing for history was Obi-Wan Kenobi. It would be interesting, but only if Ian McGregor was doing it. Those movies are saved because of Ian McGregor, because he's an awesome actor. Mm, I don't, don't know. I saw mm, Blood Rain. Ben Kingsley's in it. I mean, he's been knighted. He's won Oscars. Uh, ben Kingsley's played in terrible movies. Ben Kingsley, I I think we can get him for a movie. What do you guys think? Let's just call him. We can probably. He doesn't say no, right? I don't think we'll get him. Christopher Walken. Uh, who else never? Samuel says, Jackson. Samuel he Jackson. He says no. He doesn't say no. Dude, we that's a, that's a solid movie right there. <laughs> I don't think we even need a script. It'll we'll be us getting coffee with him. We'll just give him our microphones here and record him. Let's take him out and get him drunk and see what happens. Let's uh, move into Rogue One. Uh, Rogue One's been out for two months now. I will go ahead and say Disney should just go ahead and declare December as we own December. It is now Star Wars month. Every year from now on, they're going to release a movie in December and they are going to rule the box office because after this movie, I have no fear that they're going to release bad movies in December. I called it. I knew this movie was going to be my favorite Star Wars movie to date. Is it? It it interested me the most, to be honest. Before you. you saw it or after you saw it? Um, I I was very excited to see it, and then when I saw it, really liked it. First of all, the robot. Let's talk about Alan Tudyk. Alan Tudyk was awesome. I love that guy. He is he is a nerd's hero. There's like this 24 inch. Uh, figure of him the robot uh-huh. that i have to out i didn't think i wanted any of the figures from it just because I'm, I'm not really into buying star wars figures right now i have to own him he was amazing he's amazing he was amazing the girl was great i don't know the actor but he's it man oh i was getting right there yeah it man he's oh, Don- awesome uh donnie, donnie young Chin- donnie young is that his name yeah. donnie yin 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 anyway yeah. he's amazing and this was awesome because it allowed him to get an American role in a big movie. So from what I heard, he, they gave him an idea about the character. And he's like, oh no, that's way too stereotypical. Can I make it better? And they gave him free range to do what he wanted with the character. He made the character blind. Uh, he made the character um, force sensitive. Sort of. Sort of, sort of. Because he doesn't use the force at all. He just loves the force. Kind of. Um, he respects the he... force. He... If you know the lore of this place, of where they're at in this movie, uh, this is something that we've always heard about in Star Wars That he's lore. a protector of no, the no, crystals? the place, the actual place. Um, the, the whole temple that they're at, that gets raided and blown up later. Uh, this is probably going to have some spoilers in it, too, actually, before we start talking about uh, Rogue One. There Not are, heavy spoilers, but... Um, there are Force Signals, is that what they're called? Where uh, if, a, if a place is powerful enough in the Force... Uh, any force sensitivity that approaches that gets amplified. So take it as a, a, a real life thing. Monks here. If they, you dedicate your life enough that you can kind of tune in to something. These characters in the Star Wars universe dedicate their life to practicing the Jedi teaching even though they're not force sensitive. So they're able to teach the little midichlorians inside her body to focus on force powers so he's force sensitive 
but he's not really a Jedi because he doesn't have the midichlorian count then a, that a Jedi would like uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's dedicated his life to it. That's why he can kind of sense it. He's That's also why, amazing. He Just as a martial artist. awesome, man. He is awesome. I've never seen It Man, and everybody always tells me you need to it go watch Man, It Man. It Man 2, It Man mm-hmm. 3, and then they have It Man Final Chapter, which I have not watched yet. He's not in it. <laughs> There's so many of those movies. But it's also based off of true events. Oh, really? Okay, I didn't know that. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, he is, a inter- he is an international superstar, especially in China. And especially now, because that dude's blown up now. Well, part of that is because he's starting to get more American roles. It Man being on Netflix was part of it. But him being in Star Wars... And Triple X now. Triple X. And I think... By the way, this dude's old as crap. Mm Mm-hmm. He's, like, in his 50s. Oh, really? This dude is... If I look that good at 50, like, that in shape and able to do things... Not throw my back out flushing a toilet like I did when I was in my 20s. (laughs) Thank God... But that dude, the more roles that dude gets, the better action movies are going to be. Because he's amazing. And his he's actually a pretty good actor. He is. And is not his native tongue. He was really great. Had a lot of kind of humor for him. Uh, the humor for him, it was great. Yeah, it was dry. It was so but subtle it was, and... It was dry and delivered in a really, really good way. Small, and I'm talking about small, small problems I have with the movie. You could tell, we all know that That he beat up a bunch of stormtroopers with a stick. Is that a problem? It's a problem for me. That's a problem. You haven't seen the movie. It's not like they could hit anything. I don't have to, I don't have to see this film. I'm tired of giving them my money. I watched seven other films. This is the one you should give money to. It really is. I'm being, I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, I'm done giving the franchise. Okay. I'm going to be honest with you. This is what you wanted Star Wars to be. If I'm going to go ahead and rate, and I wanted to save this until the end of the podcast, but I want to do it now just so you understand the, the levity of what I'm talking about. Empire Strikes Back. I think it's one of the best put together movies ever. And I'm not talking about this Star Wars movie wise. I'm talking about movie wise. Okay. One of my favorite movies. It's obviously one of my favorite Star Wars movies. This either falls right underneath that or right underneath Return of the Jedi. And I can't decide yet. And I've seen it twice. It's that good. It's really good. I knew it was going to be good. And I knew it was going to be better than Episode 7. Episode 7, I will always say, until this, to right now, there's a lot of problems I have with Episode 7. But it's such a set-up movie that I have to kind of... No, I, I'm aware of that. Yeah. What I'm saying is, I think because this was a movie that was a kind of new characters that that uh, didn't have to follow us, they knew what they were going to do. Um, you can make... There's a lot of pathos there, I guess. Yeah. And so I like the characters. The robot, I love that dude. The the main character, uh, Jen? Eh. She is... No, her. In- oh, no, her I like. I didn't really care for the, the, the rebel guy. The rebel guy I liked more. Eh. Her... Uh, there's inconsistencies in her character throughout the movie that bothers me, uh, and from now we know there's a lot. There was a lot of rewrites after the movie was filmed, and they had to reshoot a lot of things. They reshot like forty percent of this movie after they were done because they didn't like the original dark take of the movie. Uh, the original, the, the guy that directed this movie is the same guy that directed uh, the Godzilla movie, the last one. Oh, I like that one. He's really, he's really good, but apparently he had a very darker take. Everybody dies, apparently, horrifically in his vision. They've all said, everybody has shot this movie. There's a different take out of the movie that's way darker than the movie they shot. I like... It was very hopeful deaths. It was. I think he was a more war deaths, like there's no glory in war kind of thing that he was going for. 
Um, she has inconsistencies in the movie as a whole that bother me. Halfway through the movie, she's like, beginning of the movie, she's, uh, no, screw, I don't care what happens, you know, there's no war for me, I don't care about the Rebel Alliance, I don't care about this, I don't care about this. Halfway through the movie, she's like, gun-ho, I'm gonna do... I'm going to do freedom speeches at the end. And well, it was after seeing her dad. Yeah. I, and you know what? And after Asthmatic Force Whitaker was in there, because apparently there's a lot of asthma going on in space. A lot of asthma. Well, it's General Grievous, <laughs> Forrest Whitaker. And he's a character from legs. the uh, Rubble, Rubble, uh, Rubble show, Forrest Whitaker. Like, he's a character they carried on from that show into the movie and he continued in the mo- uh, the show i don't i don't watch the show so i'm not really sure but he voices that character too oh really yeah, yeah. wow man forrest what a good dude yeah, exactly he was awesome in the movie no no i like for- i like I, I like Whitaker, him too yeah so i mean his eye thing kind of <laughs> <laughs> right, so you didn't like the uh what is his name the um the the, the hispanic um guy what's his name uh, didn't uh, really care for him I thought that he was the, the one of the most realist characters. He was the character that was like, you don't know what it means to, I spent my whole entire life, yeah, I've done terrible that. things. And he did terrible things because he killed that one dude. Marked him for no reason for no whatsoever. Reason, like, because he just, you might get me caught. Yeah. That was You're weird. dead. But no, I just didn't care for him. You know, the pilot, the, the, the Imperial. The, tra- the traitor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I liked him better. Really? Yeah. See, and he was kind of a little bit more... Oh, it's not that he was one tone. They didn't flesh him out. Well, it was one. Well, he he was just misunderstood the whole time. They kind of tortured him because they didn't believe him, but he still held on because he believed of this this greater good. And he was used throughout pretty much the whole entire movie. Yeah, like he was and... he was used to send there for the message. Mm-hmm. He was used later to drive the mission, and then he was murked with everybody else for no reason. Basically, everybody know. dies. And if that's a spoiler to you. I don't know why you're How listening to this. Different reasons at all different times. I don't know. Yeah. Everybody pretty much got shot. But let's talk about the best deaths in the movie. This is the wrap-up here. This is the the bow, the icing on the cake that's amazing at the end of this. And and Chris, or Snarf Chris, I think you know where I'm going with this. Why don't uh, you we tell talk, me? We, we, we talked about it in, in the Friday the 13th Yes, we did. That's podcast. why I want you to take it away. Instantly... When I watched this movie the first time, I went with a very good friend of mine, and we talk about him on the podcast a lot, Old Man Logan. And we instantly thought the same thing at the same time. Darth Vader turned into Jason Voorhees at the end of this movie, and Voorhees himself down hallways as he murked people that were terrified and literally pissing in their pants. Still trying to shoot him, and he's just slicing. Forcing them up the force, pushing them up the walls lightsabering him left and right he even stabs through a door to try to kill the person on the other side of the door which he did do yes accomplished <laughs> um he jason Voorhees himself through the whole tar way that was such everything that i thought vader was gonna be overused in this movie i felt he like was at that point it was perfectly i feel like I it wasn't used I wanted more, more of him. i wanted more at that point after i, I saw that now, i was like oh my god <laughs> I now want a Jason. I mean, I want a, I want Jason, a Jason Voorhees Darth no, Vader movie. I want a I want a Vader movie. I think a Vader movie used correctly, where he's not exactly the main character, but he's put into a storyline where he is trying to do something for the Emperor would be great. It would be great. So, danger after everything we've said about the movie, how nothing great it interests is, nothing interests you nothing. at all. I'm not giving this movie my money. 
That doesn't make any sense. What do you mean it doesn't make any sense? Like I said, I've you given just heard seven from... movies and, and decades worth of faith, and it's been it's just been crushed. You just heard from two people that I know your opinion on things. We all kind of have the same kind of outlook on movies. You just heard it. It was good. You still don't want to watch it. And what what crushed you? What, who hurt you? Who hurt you? Who hurt you? You know who hurt Where me? Where did he touch you? Anakin Skywalker. Where did he force touch you? <laughs> ruined the prequels. <laughs> but then, but then you saw. You said you saw seven. Yeah. Then I saw seven. Seven was good. Seven though. was okay. Oh, it's not bad. Was it? It's was better it, than the though? prequels. I mean, I didn't pay to watch uh, a New Hope and the original trilogy all I over like again. I like Kylo Ren. Like I didn't. Pay I do too. to watch yeah. a parallel to things that I've already seen. Yeah, so that's, well, that's true. I didn't JJ pay Abram, man. just for a nostalgic oh, approach. We're on gonna these start. Things. We can go ahead and start closing out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't continue this. We're gonna do this at the end of the year. Every year from now on, we're gonna do a Star Wars podcast every year. Every December when they release a podcast, every January we will do a Star Wars podcast. I'm promising it now. Some, I'm promising something I, I don't think I can keep, but we're gonna do it. That means you have to see this, buddy. Yes. <laughs> We're going to make you watch them. Um, You'll like this one. You should watch it. You really should. He'll buy it, I'm sure. And then you can I will it. definitely buy it. And I'll probably get in something tattooed. I want the robot tattooed on me. Yeah. Alan Tudyk, man. Can't Alan go wrong Tudyk. with that. Just get an, Alan, come out on get an Alan Tudyk sleeve. There's enough there. I can't there. do an Alan Tudyk sleeve. I have tattoos on both arms. You can get Tucker from Tucker and Dale. <laughs> That's going to be the big part of my arm. You can get the pirate. Steve from Dodgeball. Steve, Steve the pirate. <laughs> the robot. So get, anyway, get wing. we of have course. been someone nerdy. No, radio. I'm on this now. <laughs> Let's talk about this some more. Um, you can follow us at quite a few different places. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, any of your main normal podcast podcast apps. listening apps. If we're not on there, let us know. We'll try to get on there. Again, if you're having problems with an app, let us know or go to the website click on the listen on android button it's right there on the main page all the way at the bottom usually so do that if not contact me i'll I'll walk you through it and if you get a chance make sure you leave us a review on itunes if you listen to it or soundcloud we we would appreciate all the stars but you know let us know stars uh you can follow us on facebook twitter follow us on instagram uh and of course you can contact us at somewhat nerdy radio at gmail.com we have two other podcasts in our family. It Future, Future Flicks with, with William <laughs> and uh, Nerds of the Squared Circle. Um, those are two other podcasts. They're weekly podcasts, so they're a little bit more consistent than we are. They're a weekly podcast. Billion releases every Wednesday. Nerds of the Squared Circle release every Friday. So make sure you go check them out. You can subscribe to them on iTunes or just listen to them on SomewhatNerdy.com. We have a merch store. You can buy shirts. Nerd shirts. Nerd shirts. They're, they're nerd related. You can buy our logo. You can buy the other podcast uh, logos on shirts and a bunch of other critters designs are always awesome. Go yeah, buy shirts. They're, they're funny. You it's help support. Awesome. They're funny. Yeah, if we let them get to that page, they're pretty darn good. So uh, You can help support. I'm in charge the sh- of the page. So. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Uh, you can help support the show by buying t-shirts, so go make sure you go do that. Lastly, but not least, if you have friends that listen to podcasts, don't listen to podcasts, grab their phones, download a podcast app for them, download the podcast, make them listen to it. We are now also, every single podcast will be on YouTube. So if you're not a podcast person, you can just listen to it on YouTube. So there's no excuse not to listen. If you have friends... 
Make them listen. Make them listen. If you don't have friends, you know, make some friends and make them listen. So we have been your hosts. We have been the Somewhat Nerdy Radio Podcast. We'll see you again in about two weeks. I am Snarf Chris. I'm Critter. And I'm Danger. Um, And good journey, nerds. Good journey, nerds. Good journey, nerds.